Welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. Before we go anywhere, Colin McRae. For me, Colin McRae was a great entertainer. He always over-delivered. Even at Le Mans a couple of years ago, as I remember watching burning Ferraris arriving with their brakes on fire uh, in the pit at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Heroic stuff. An enormous talent and an enormous shame to lose something like that. Particularly after he spent so much time, you know, flying around forests and narrow mountain tracks at insane speeds, you know, controlling a car on the verge of crashing but do all the time. It seems like you've got past the danger and then he's lost in something like this. It's a great, yeah. it's a terrible shame. We miss him. Richard, you miss him, I know. Yeah, I found it, uh, I found it affected me more than I thought because I was a big fan of his and I thought he was a great driver and I remember watching him when he first started out. You know, he was in that legacy as well, which is frankly too big to be a rally car. Yeah. He just he sort of wrestled it around and sometimes he went off, but he was always on the limit, which I think is always a sign of a of a, of a, of a, a fearless driver. And that's what you've got to be, particularly in rallying, because I think we've talked about this before on the show, but rally drivers are, I think, in some ways, better talents than F1, uh, F1 yeah. stars. In as much as I think you could put a a rally driver into a Formula 1 car which in fact McRae did didn't he yeah. and, 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 uh, and he did very well yeah it was quite well. handy whereas I think really sometimes you'd put a, uh, a Formula 1 driver into a rally car and I think their learning curve would be a lot steeper and um, yeah I found it I did it, it affected me quite a lot I think it affected all of us quite a lot and if you um, if you just want to be reminded of what a great talent he was go and have a look on um, YouTube and there's loads of stuff on there now since he died but uh, in particular seek out something where he's driving a Metro 6R4 just as a sort of um, mm-hmm. course car on a rally stage and he's supposed to be sort of essentially doing what's like a parade lap. But what he actually does is just kick the bottom out of it all the way through. It's incredible. Also one of my favourite rally cars. And uh, and one of my favourite drivers. And it's very, very sad that he's gone. And as Zog says, there's a certain bitter irony in the way that he died. But um, let's not go too mawkish about it. Let's just mm. celebrate the fact that he was, he was a bloody good driver. And yeah, go to your computer Absolutely. and find some examples of him being great. Formula One comes to a bit of a, a another crunch moment this weekend at Fuji, but you know, we've just had one huge crunch in F1, haven't we? The verdict of the hearing. We haven't actually, the three of us, talked about this face-to-face yet, but I mean, I, I think it really stinks. I just can't make sense of it at all. I mean, just to very briefly sum up what's wrong with this to me. First off, absolutely, McLaren deserves a kind of penalty for what you know, members of their staff did. Fifty million dollars. Hundred million dollars. No, no, because no. no, no, if you know hundred million dollars. Max yeah. Mosley turned yeah. into Doctor Evil from the Austin Powers for one hundred million dollars. <laughs> and you shall not have any points in the championship at all. Yes. But, but here's the thing. Yeah. You know okay, yes they did have some penalty. But it seems to me that you know the level of the penalty is way out of line with what they actually did when you compare it with any other comparable cases that have come before the FIA. I'm thinking of 1994 and Benetton when, you know, in a, in a sort of comparable case, a junior member of the team had uh, was supposed to have tampered with the equipment. This wasn't sanctioned by the team, mm-hmm. but it was a serious incident removing a bit of the fuel rig that was safety related. And they basically gave Benetton a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Mm. There was no action against Toyota recently when, uh, you know, when, when uh, Ferrari engineers uh, took Ferrari information to Toyota. Yeah, that slightly uh, hooky fuel tank thing that BAR had mm-hmm. uh, three years ago. It was um, dealt with absolutely. very straightforwardly. Yeah. Yeah. Were you ever in a gang it's, it's when way, you were a way, kid? Way, way, way out of... And, and the other I was, thing, yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was in Hollywell Commandos. You know, you're yeah. sort of a gang. And then, and then yeah. so you'd, you'd form, like, you'd become a kind of... Um, 
self-policing collective. Yeah. But it's essentially, you're all ten, so then somebody is caught talking to, like, Ben Stockdale from another <laughs> gang, and he's seen, or, he's like, like you were, friend hang on a minute, you were riding James Hampson's BMX, and you're part of our gang, not his gang. We're going to punish you by, like, stealing your trainers and then beating you up. And it's sort of like, it's all out of proportion, it gets <laughs> a bit Lord of the Flies. Now, it strikes me, the FIA think they're in a childhood gang, and they're dishing out punishments that are the first things that pop into their heads. And they haven't really thought it through. And I'm surprised that on that thing when, it, when you had all your points taken away and we're going to fine you $100 million. And also, I'm not coming around to your mum's for tea tomorrow as well. It, I thought it was just, it, it, it smacked of, they'd just gone, what should we do? Quick, quick, we've got to look decisive. Um, and we can't... Let's do something yeah, big and let's dramatic. let's do something um, big and dramatic like setting fire to a treehouse. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. And also, despite the fact that I do not want either of the McLaren drivers to lose any points mm. I, don't, I don't see how you can possibly fine the team $100 million and exclude them from the championship and not take any sanction against the drivers because it, they've benefited from the technology in the cars or exactly. the engineering uh, of the yeah. cars. That, if yeah, if uh, what the team has done is so bad that it actually deserves a $100 million fine and exclusion from the championship, mm. how can you possibly get the drivers off mm. scot-free? I'm, I'm, you know, well, that just doesn't I, make sense mm. to me. Well, the, the way you can do it is if your $100 million fine and your exclusion from the championship is some ridiculous, childish... Uh, just made up thing, but knee they, jerk punishment yeah. of some kind. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't really know what's going on here, but it they're just, just trying to hit Ron where it hurt him most in the and, bomber jacket. Yeah, um, yeah, where he keeps his wallet, <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out. Who's going to win Konnichiwa. in Fuji? Who's going to win in Fuji? It's nice to be back in Fuji. I remember when James Hunt won there, I became a fan of Formula One almost on the spot. So I'm quite excited. When was it? When, when was it? 76. Oh, so I was one. Stop it. Oh, you <laughs> young whippersnapper. I was 15. <laughs> can you really remember it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, can you? Yeah, I do, uh, yeah, in the rain. Yeah. I can remember, no, I, I, I can remember, I think I watched the race in an aunt's living room in Scunthorpe, I think. Hey. They had TV yeah. in Scunthorpe in, in 76. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. good. Remember, but you it, can't say Scunthorpe without saying classic F1 moment. <laughs> Uh, something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is Lewis going to win this championship? That's really what we want, boys, isn't it? Uh, Let's be honest, hands on your heart. Do you remember That's last time, before, uh, before Spa, you and me both yeah. went, oh, Lewis is going to win, and then it didn't sort of pan out like mm. that, which was... I didn't know. But, you know, actually not surprising. Uh, and that's what's great about the, the, the end of this season. I can't tell you who's going to win. Mm. Uh, can it's you? It's close, isn't it? I uh, hate to sound like we've kind of you know coordinated all this before, but mm. you know I'm 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 I've got to agree with Richard here. I was very confident a while back that, that Lewis was going to win the championship. I'm just not so sure now. Alonso is looking Resurgent. like world champion. Well, again. he's got yeah. a point really to prove almost, hasn't yeah. he? Oh, Which yeah. is, uh, he has. He's he, gone from being class snitch to now he's got to be class SWAT. So um, uh, and uh, Ferrari looking great. Um, yeah, yeah Kimi's yeah. back. Having said that, you know, Lewis doesn't really have much to lose. Um, it's great, isn't it? Oh, it's good. You I don't think, admit, it's I, good. I my money it. is yeah. still on Lewis. I mean, I, my heart, literally and metaphorically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My heart's on Lewis. My head says Alonso. Mm. Mm. 
Well, Richard? Yeah, I'm probably with you on that. Mm. I do, but, but, you know, come Sunday, come every Sunday for the rest of the season when there's a race on, you'll be rooting for Lewis. Unless you're my girlfriend, who is rooting for Alonso on the proviso, and this is brilliant, and I, I quite like this logic, and it makes things interesting in our house, but she says, no, I'm going to root for Alonso because I just think it's horrible when you're doing your job quite well, and then some new kid turns up and makes you look bad because he's a show-off. <laughs> And I think it's That's, unfair on him. You know, sure. and, I know. It's just, it's really, it's really great. She's kind of got a point, but right. that's not really, yeah. Well, because she's, no, because also yeah. she's not British, so she doesn't have that sort of... The emotional um, connection. Emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's American, and frankly, you know, who's she going to root for? Yeah. She's, just, she's being uh, a bit not, too reasonable about the whole thing. No, I, I think it's good. I think it's, it's, it's an interesting logic, but I think it's, uh, it's true. Alonso has been shown up a little bit. In a way, and he, now he's got a point to prove. But that's he, great. Yeah. He'll be back. He is back. He's he's fighting like crazy. Yeah, and and, and I'm I'm I, I'm loving what I'm seeing in Alonso at the moment. That he's you know he's bounced back from being you know a kind of a downtrodden, sulky mm. you know teenager of a driver who was kind of complaining about not being given good enough treatment. Yeah. You know, my teammates getting better. <laughs> they won't give me they all the Ferrari secrets. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. I've said too much. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, last couple of races, he's been really on it. He's just looked, mm. he's looked like a world champion. You're right, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah absolutely. He could, he could certainly do it. I think it's, uh, yeah, it could be either of those McLaren drivers. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Ha-ha, very well. Ha-ha. I got some new tyres for my car, right? I got some new tyres. I went to the shop, I said, I got some new tyres for my car. I blow this offices, you want Pirelli? I said, no, it's too expensive. I said, you want your Michelin tyres? I said, no, I blow up in Formula 1 and India Lapa. I said, I don't want them, I don't want them. Well, how about these tyres? I said, where are they? He says, the Cooper tyres. I said, what? He says, Cooper tyres. Oh, you mean a Cooper? New name for it used to be. Avon tyres, they're Cooper tyres now. I said, I had any good. I said, you're very good tyres. They're race, they want GP cars. I said, compound tyres. I said, what's that? This is a compound tyre. When it heats up, it gets sticky, gives you lots more grips. I'm like, says, oh, they sound perfect. He said, what's the problem with them? He said, well, they're Cooper tyres, isn't they? He said, what do you mean? He said, when they go off, they go off just like that. <laughs> just like that, ladies and a1 GP gears up for its uh, third season this month. The reigning World Cup champions are Germany, Team Germany. Well, why not Deutschland? Why aren't they called Deutschland? It should be Deutschland, not Germany. I think in Germany well, they're called Deutschland. I imagine they are, yeah. But on the car, on yeah. the car, it says Germany. It should say Deutschland. Oh, really? Anyway, anyway, the Team Germany seat holders, uh, Michael Schumacher's manager, Willy Weber. Really, Weber. First of all, I, I think I should say congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. You've got a good record with um, some good drivers in Germany. Now, the focus, I would imagine, has moved away from Michael a little now. Will winning the World Cup of Motorsport for Germany make, make a difference in, in Germany to the perception of A1? Well, uh, in a moment, it's it's very difficult A1 in Germany, but I hope uh, it will, will be better because now we won the championship and... Uh, uh, many more people in Germany recognize A1. We we learned a lot from last year, and we we put the mistakes together that we made in the first year, and say so we we don't make the mistake again. We understand the car much better. And with Nico, we have a super talent in the car. So 
One and one is two. Willie's choice of driver was Nico Hulkenberg, who simply destroyed the competition last season. I had a brief chat with him at the last round at Brands Hatch. You were there, Zog, weren't you? you yeah. Were there. Good, good, time, was good lad, wasn't he? He, he was. He was a good lad. Uh, anyway, I put it to him that uh, winning in A1 GP was easy. Well, he made it look easy, anyhow. Not too easy. I mean, uh, we put a lot of effort in it, and winning, especially winning championships, is never easy. So uh, we worked quite hard, and uh, finally it got paid out, so we are, we are very happy to, to be champion now. At which point in the season did you realise that this could be your championship in your first attempt at it? I think uh, since Malaysia and Indonesia, we were really scoring good results and, and consistently good results, and we were always at the pace. We thought, like, hmm, maybe we could win this championship. A1 seems to operate outside of the world of other motorsport. You know, it, it seems to in some ways get ignored. Will winning this championship make a big difference to you in, y- in your career? Um, I think uh, winning championships and winning races is always important for a driver who wants to move up to Formula 1. So, of course, when you see the, the CV with the A1GP title 2006-2007, it's, it's quite helpful. So how did you do it? Because there's guys in cars here with teams who have been working together on the car for 12 months before you joined it. What, you know, what's the secret of, of winning in A1? Is there one? Yeah, good team, good engineer, just a nice harmony and just uh, floor it. <laughs> <laughs> good lad. Good, good for him. No, great. Just floor it. Bless yeah. him. Nico Hockenberg. Good lad. More speed, less brakes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to run through some of the drivers for you guys in, in A1GP. Give us your honest reaction. Okay. Uh, for Australia, Ian Dyke. Who? Who? Exactly. Uh, Brazil, Sergio Jimenez. Who? Uh, mm. And then later in the season for some races, Bruno Junquera. Okay. Yeah. yeah good very good. good. I, I, rate, yeah. I, I really rate Bruno. Mm. Uh, Canada, James Hinchcliffe. Mm. He was in last year for Canada, but otherwise... No. Oh, yeah, 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 Hincho, Hinch the Cliffmeister, <laughs> yes, of course, I don't know. Okay. Hinch the Grinch, I think. China, yeah. Kung Fu Cheng, right? With his Good. Kung Fu style. Yeah, love, yeah, love him, okay. love his work. He's actually love, one super guy. Uh, Eric Yanis for Team Czech, uh, Luik Duval and Nicolas Prost for France. Nicolas Prost. Nicolas Prost. That's an exciting prospect. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was, that was that a pun? Was that a pun? Apparently, yeah. An exciting it? prospect. I don't. I, 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 no, I didn't actually realise that until I said. I know, but are we? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, Prost. Anyway, he does look like his dad, doesn't he? Have you seen pictures of him? Yeah, he, he does, does look like, like his dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you, you've Will... always found that a good look, haven't you, Richard? I don't. You love it for reasons that might become clear. Will he drive like his dad? <laughs> well, uh, Prost has said that he's not going to act as a, an advisor or an ambassador for the team. Olivier Panis has just announced that he's going to. So that's very interesting. Watch the French team this year. I mm-hmm. think that's, that's, that's actually genuinely interesting. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I've, got yes. lot, I've got a lot of time for Olivier Panis. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Germany, Christian yeah, Viatoris. Christian Viatoris has been doing well in German uh, Euro Formula 3, I think. But the German team, cracking team run by Supernova, who won the championship last year for Germany. They also run the New Zealand car, who, you know, these are the favourites. New Zealand could win. Um, uh, Johnny Reed is driving for New Zealand. Tremendous little lad. Okay, Narain Karthikeyan in India's oh, car. Fantastic. Yeah. Now in blue. 
Because Me? yeah, like India Sporting colours. Oh, good. And it looks like nice. Yeah. yeah, good luck, Narain. Good luck. And uh, can I apologise to Karen Chanduk in the last show? I said he's a nice guy. Will never win races. That very day, the very following day, he won the GP2 race. <laughs> can I apologise? Well, but you may have kind of given him that maybe one of the sort of reverse luck things. You yeah. Know? So yeah. basically, people you tip for the yeah. top. Mm-hmm. We Ch- should take yeah. notes, and anyone listening should. Uh, Paging Ladbrokes, paging <laughs> your local bookmaker. Hey, you know, there, there could be a way to make some money out of this if we're careful. I don't think so. Yeah. Listen, I've got to rattle, yeah, rattle through the highlights in here before we go. Uh, Enrico Toccagello in Italy, Ralph Furman returns to Ireland, but it could be okay. Adam Carroll later in the season, which is oh, okay. a very smart move, if you mm. ask me. Um, Robbie Kerr sidelined out of the British team for a couple of races. He's. Um, off doing some Le Mans, American Le Mans series in America. Right. So Olivier, Oliver, Olivier, Oliver Jarvis is in, who's very handy. First winner in the GB car. So uh, yes. Robbie will have to work hard to get his seat back there. Good luck. Mm. But he did good work at, at the end of the season. Oh, you know, he was he like a terrier, his, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he gets, he gets his teeth gritted. You know, you can see yeah. him in the car <laughs> almost. You know, he's, he's like that. He gives... Gives a lot away. Uh, Neil Yarni in Team Switzerland. Hooray for Neil. He's a good guy. But they can also choose Sebastian Buemi and Zog. Here's one for you, right? Rahel Frey and Natasha Gashnang. I'm a fan of any driver called Natasha. Both women. Yeah? Yeah. I've been looking, guys. Both I'm, on Swiss team? Yeah. They're going to get the rookie drives later in the year. They'll all have a little go. Rail Frey, yeah. you say. More that's, women that's in motor racing, yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's good. both very attractive young ladies. One. That's even better. Very attractive. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Eyebrows your are Google computer there. is yeah. where? Yeah. No, they should be there on their own merits as excellent sports people and not in any way because we might want to look at their boobies. And, yes, and uh, Adam Khan's in the Pakistan car. Now, I do want to look at his boobies. But, uh, that's irrelevant. They're Adam sports Ka- people. Adam Khan used to have boobies and slimmed down from 16 stone to 12 in about a year. I Is that true? Oh, his dad told me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Oh, dear. So no, we yeah. like Adam Khan. Oh, we, we love we, Adam Khan. You know, we, big uh, Adam Cole's I love A One. I'm worried for it. I'm not sure it's going to make it. They have problems. You heard about the biofuel thing? This sounded like a bit of a cock up the way I heard it. They uh, are trying to run the cars on 30% biofuel this year. And they were supposed to have done it at the test last week, and it was the announced statement. There was an incompatibility between the fuel and the engine, so they had to run the test on petroleum. But, uh, hopefully, <laughs> sort of doesn't really matter. They said they'd get it's it sorted out. Really, I mean, you know, it's yeah. fairly basic. Well, thing, hang on, hang on. You know, so, so uh, those engines in A1 cars, they're yeah. Yeah, high revving, quite sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, how much do you reckon one of those are unit is? Uh, to, Twenty twenty-five grand, grand. really? Yeah, well, yeah. twenty-five grand. You can buy a Saab nine-three biofuel. Just go and buy one of those. Nick the engine out of it. Bob's your Bob's an your father's brother. Yeah. It, it's not as if getting basically a petrol engine to run on ethanol should be that tricky. It's just you know, well, it's, it's easy. easy. Yeah, so there we go. Come on, people. Particularly when we just you know speculate about somebody else doing it. Yes, That's exactly. the easiest way to do it. That is my favourite kind of engineering. Armchair engineering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How hard can it be? You've been listening to Gareth Jones on Speed with Richard. Hello. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and Zog. Uh, bye. Hello. And uh, I think I will be Gareth Jones or something. Goodbye. Gareth Jones on Speed was made by Whizbang. Bang. <laughs>